What's going on, everybody? My name is Trevor. And my name is Cyrus. And you're listening to Drinking with the Dead. Vengeance. <laughs> that, was, that was my best uh, that's how Batman. We're opening it up. Yeah, that's exactly how we're opening it up. Sorry, that was my best Batman impression. I'm just not manly enough to execute. <laughs> Fuck. How you been, man? I'm been alright. Yeah, the same old. We we asked each other the same bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah welcome everybody to the fuck. Is it 24? 24. 24. 24th episode of the Drink With Dead podcast. My name is Osiris and joined always with my co-host Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to open it up talking about the Batman movie. Fuck yeah, dude. We <laughs> saw the Batman movie. We mentioned it two weeks ago. Um, excellent film. Dude, it was really good. I was surprised. Yeah, I was too. I, I ended up liking it a lot more than I, I thought I did. And I can confidently say... That in my professional opinion, okay, uh, yeah, I think that as this was the, the best Batman movie as well as the best Batman and Robert Pattinson. Ah, I do agree. Yeah, that was you really know, good. I, 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 uh, I said it a couple weeks ago. I did restart the Nolan ones. I, I like the first two. The, the last one though, I and I know a lot of people agree that one's where it kind of fell off yeah. with Bane, and that's yeah. because I love Tom Hardy. Um, but there was something about the Robert Pattinson one that just, it was, it was actually gritty. Yeah. And it was also something different. It was, it yeah. was, um, love the Riddler that thought they Dude, did that an guy excellent job with that, that guy killed it. Fuck yeah. He was so good. There's one scene specifically towards the end of the movie with him in it. And it is the best scene of the entire Oh, movie. the end end. Yes. Like Batman's yeah. not in the, in the scene or Batman is in the he scene. He is. Okay, you're talking about that one then. Yeah. Okay, okay, because there's, there's two end credit scenes, not end credit scenes, but two scenes at the end of the movie that all, that have to do with him. Uh-huh. Just one of them doesn't have Batman in it. Yeah. I don't really want to talk, we don't, I, we don't, I don't know. Is it... Yeah, we won't give spoilers or anything, but I, I that that scene was amazing. And that yeah. actor is, the, their, their chemistry between Pattinson and... And the guy who played the Riddler, I don't know his name. I don't know it either. Yeah, but it was it was phenomenal. It, it was it was really well done. Um, I appreciate seeing a young, and I know in the in the Batman Begins he was also a, a young Batman. Yeah, but this one seemed clumsy. Like he seemed like yeah, I'm a guy. Sure, yeah, I'm a guy that's jumping off a fucking and I know building. People, so the... There there were some people that had problems with that, but. Like, because they're like, oh, this isn't an origin story. How has he been Batman for two years and still doesn't know what he's doing? What? Bro, it's like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. (laughs) Yeah, come on, dude. (laughs) Yeah, so I I appreciated seeing seeing that side of him. Um, He was depressed the whole time. So in the the Nolan ones, he was, was, uh, I mean, yeah, they, they have a short period of time where he is in that kind of like, he's mad at the world, but then it quickly changes. So every time he's Bruce Wayne, he's a playboy. Yeah. He's with these females, and which is cool, you know, because I think that's what his character is supposed to be, just yeah, to end up kind more of. Or less, yeah. It reminded me, and I'm talking about Christian Bell, it reminded me of the, 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 they were trying to do Tony Stark. That's yeah. what, and I was like, ah, like, like everything else is good, but when they try to force in these scenes where you know he, he's he's a you know snake tongue and he, you know he's he's talking to all these women, it's like, mm, can I also to... make another yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, point? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Catwoman, bad. Oh, man. Bad as fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz, right? Yeah, she, oh, has a, she has one of the most cringe lines in the entire fucking movie, but... She, She's bad. Yeah, she is. She's pretty bad. She's also a great actor. Actress, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah, she she killed it, and I I enjoyed it. Um, the the guy that they they got to play Penguin. Well, I forget his name too. I feel Dude, so he bad was dope, because yeah. I yeah because I liked him in SWAT back then with uh, LL Cool J and uh, the girl that plays Letty. Um, and then I liked him. He was also the he was Bullseye in the original Daredevil with um uh, with uh fucking. He was really good too. Uh, I Affleck. think everybody they like nailed yeah, the casting. Everybody they, yeah, was they, like on point. They did a really good job. Movie. Fucking um, uh, Andy Serkis, he plays um Alfred. Mm-hmm. Amazing, and I like yeah. the way, and they they took a different direction because in the Nolan ones, um, and and maybe I already forgot, but Alfred is just kind of like. He's like that father figure, you know. He's he's a butler. He seems more like butlerish. Whereas yeah. this one, they they mentioned that he was head of security for for um, Thomas Wayne. Is that his dad's name? Mm-hmm. Thomas. Okay. Um. So so and this guy looks like he would be head of fucking security. Yeah, like, he yeah. looks mean as fuck. <laughs> and that guy, he plays um Gollum in um Lord of the Rings, and he is fucking. Uh, Does he? Yep. And fuck? he's also um fuck. Uh, Planet of the Apes, the main guy, the the main monkey oh, guy, Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. Yeah, he's Caesar. Yeah. Uh, so he he's fucking awesome, dude. I fucking. And then he was in uh he was in Black Panther. Yeah. For I think yeah, I, knew that, I yeah. think uh like they didn't do his character justice in the MCU because he was du- well him as an actor he just brings so much care uh characteristics to his mm-hmm. characters and and uh, uh it sucks that he he died really soon. He's also an Age Voltron, so I guess he kind of does have like. His backstory is a little more rooted, but um, mm. I did hate that they got rid of him because he's a dope actor. Yeah, um, yeah. The the whole movie was amazing. I definitely recommend y'all check it out. Um, yeah, for it, sure. I've more than positive everyone has seen the deleted scene that recently came oh, out. Oh my god! Yes. Um, with uh, with uh, fuck, I forget his name. I'm horrible with fucking names. Yeah, I, I apologize. Same, same. Um, but he was in Eternals and he played. And I already forgot the fucking character, <laughs> the character's name, and but he, he plays uh, the guy that mind controls everybody in the Eternals. That's a, that's a good one. That that's a stacked fucking cast. They did it good because, um, you know, they had Salma Hayek in there, and she's not the lead character. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They had Salma Hayek, that Angelina Jolie. Those two are not the main characters. I can mm. tell you that right now. Um, and so that's why I liked it so much. And he's in that movie too. Phenomenal. He's mm-hmm. uh, he's an Irish actor and um, fuck. I wish I remember his name. I feel like a piece yeah. of shit for not remembering. <laughs> um, you know we don't have to talk about the deleted scene just because you know people haven't seen it just yeah, yet. Go watch it. But and then and then look up that deleted scene. I'm sure you've seen it. Um, but dope. I'm look I'm looking forward to what he's going to be bringing to that to the next movie. Yeah, for if, sure. If, if that's just yeah, and I'm yeah. They they hooked me in. It was a long movie, and I appreciate long, it. Long, but it was, like, the whole time it was, like, entertaining. Yeah, it was. It was, like, one stale part mm-hmm. of the movie, in my opinion. It was, it was. Um, and, yeah, you know, I, it, um, it's not really a spoiler because a lot of movies do this. Um, it, it, don't go in there thinking you're going to get a fairy tale ending. Oh, yeah, that's so, another thing. I and I think, I think that's the, the, that's all I can say. Without giving too much away, mm-hmm. um, it's just like keep in mind like this is this is gritty Batman, yep. and you know and, something that's and, not and, and he make before. he makes mistakes. Yeah, he's not a playboy. He's really he's real. 
like emo. <laughs> like yeah. it, and everyone made jokes about that, but it's like, yes, I want to see him where he's hurt. Yeah. Will he develop into a Playboy-esque um, character in the future? I'm okay with that, but mm. let me see what he looks like when he's, you know, down in the dirt, you know, and, and sad and, yeah. you know, fucking people up. So, fucking amazing movie. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to the next one. Yeah. Matt Reeves, I want to say, that that's the director, Matt Reeves. I want to say I that's his name. So. Um, so I'm really looking forward to what he's doing with that whole world. Um, and and we'll definitely see. Besides that, um, you know, I'm still an MCU guy. Moon Knight <laughs> comes out this week. Man, I'm fucking stoked. That's going to be fucking fun. Um, they're, they're also taking it more into a darker direction. Uh, Moon Knight yeah, is... Yeah, for sure. With yeah, that, yeah, Moon Knight is supposed to be uh, a little more edgier. Uh, almost borderline Deadpool, but not, uh-huh. but not as like Deadpool. I feel like he, comical. It's really comical, which I'm I'm okay with. I know you don't really care for Deadpool nah. too much. Um, if I I went into that movie knowing he was you know a jokester. Well, so, yeah, I knew yeah, that too. Yeah, but like my dad like. Uh, I like DC storylines better because they're more dark and gritty. Yeah. As opposed to like Marvel, where Marvel's so popular that at some points they have to kind of implement or rely on like the comedic aspect mm. of it. And sometimes I feel like they like overdo they it. Push and if it. I'm like going to see a superhero movie, like I, I, I care a lot less about the comedy. And then um. I, I even saw people uh, saying with the Batman, they were like, Bro, there was no like sort of like comedic aspect to that. I appreciated movie. that. And that that's like part that's a good thing, but that's like how Marvel's like That's their whole thing. Yeah. And and I guess the reason why I'm not I'm not I'm not bothered by the, the comedy is because at the end of the day it is a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it. You know, it it's still grounded in, in not reality. Yeah. Right. Um, but I do appreciate DC taking a different approach because we do need something different. Uh they have other superhero shows out there like The Boy. Mm-hmm. The Boy, sorry, The Boys. Um The Boys is dope. Dude, that's and that's gritty, but they still they still um they still balance that invincible. comedic comedic aspect. Invincible, that was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That's an animated show, and that that's that a dark one. fucking show. So that you can do they, you can they, like those shows prove that you can be gritty and funny at the same time. Whereas DC is like they're like no, we're gonna be gritty. Awesome. Yeah. We need we need different movies. Otherwise, yeah. I don't want to see the same fucking thing. And then you know, on, it also on the Marvel fits, aspect, fits DC's character sets. Correct. Better. And I'll tell you what the, what I do like about Marvel is when they do go dark or when they do get emotional it is so emotional because they they've cushioned the movie with all these laughter and then all of a sudden it's like oh shit now like now my favorite character is fucking dead holy shit we were yeah. just laughing with it so i i do appreciate marvel because of the the, the roller coaster of emotions i kind of go through when i'm watching those films whereas you know batman it was like i was like sad the whole time yeah. <laughs> but i also i also appreciate that just as much so i mean you know, I, I get everyone has their preferences, but I, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just happy to see a good fucking movie. Yeah, for so, sure. And Batman was that. It was amazing. And yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so that's what we did. That was fun. Um, I, we we actually kind of held off on the drinking for the podcast because we knew that we were <laughs> yeah. going to. I mean, we drank, but we were we were definitely pacing ourselves because we know we we're going to drink at the at the movie theater. And mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I had a lot of fun. It was nice to be back in the movie theater. Oh, for sure. We, yeah. I don't go as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but everything it kind of kind of seems like a lot of things are on the decline here. Yeah, hopefully yeah, it was nice. Fingers crossed, right? And uh, yeah, so I mean, good times. Um, today we ended up uh, uh, making a little detour last mm-hmm. minute. I bought beer for this podcast. <laughs> we're gonna drink it for the next episode. Um, but uh, we were we were just driving, and Trevor's like, "Hey, 
there's this new spot that just opened up down the street from my from my apartment. You know, uh, and what was it called again? Uh, Texas Margarita Company. Texas Margarita Company. So we just drove through it real it's quick. It's a drive through. It's yeah. a drive through. <laughs> uh, there was only like one employee there, no line. So I was no. like, "Is it open?" It's like fucking Saturday. Um, and uh, I I I kept it simple. I got the Texas Margarita, the biggest one. This looks like a. I would. 32 ounces. I was going to say 32 ounces, right? This is a definitely a 32 ounce little little styrofoam cup full of margarita. What did you get? Uh, mine's called the Hurricane. Hurricane, yeah. Hurricane. Uh, mine's just a lime margarita. I kept it simple. Uh, let's get this little sip in. Oh, that is strong, bro. Mine's like kind of like a. It tastes like a little like fruit punchy kind of. Okay. Uh, you you know what mine tastes like? Mm-hmm. Mine's just it's a fucking lime margarita. But man, homegirl. She hooked it up. She hooked it up, man. <laughs> she like these guys look like they've had a rough week. <laughs> and and we we were making a comment before we turned the mic on. Um, hey, we can smell the alcohol. From... Yeah. As soon as we put our straw into yeah. the lid, like immediately the the room smelled like alcohol. Oh yeah! Wow, <laughs> it's so smooth. Mm. It is very smooth, but you can tell there's a lot of alcohol mm. in there, so. That is fucking good. It's really good. So I think I think we're gonna to try to be responsible. Uh, keep keep it to half half the thirty two. <laughs> keep it to sixteen ounces only. Sixteen ounces. Yes. And then uh, save the rest for save later. the rest for later <laughs> when we're editing or something. Or, and but yeah, uh, man, this is good. It was a dope spot. Just opened up. Drive through. Not a long line. It is on a busy street here in San Antonio. I, to me, I think is a little. It can get busy. Yeah, no, it's very um, busy. Um, it was good. What and they were quick with it. Well, we we're the only ones in line, but they were they were real quick. We yep. were, before he was done paying, they already had our shit cupped and and ready to go. She almost let me leave with her. I know. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we're the first customer of the day. Probably she's like, oh shit. Uh, that's probably why she hooked it up too. She's she like, was trying to hand me the drinks through the window. I was like, bro, I have your. I was like, I have your little. Yeah. What do we do with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I looked at you, and I was like, take this. And then she was like, oh, I forgot. I know. I was like, why am I going to take it? What do you mean? Um, but, yeah. Um, other than that, saw the Batman movie, been working, got margaritas. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's an intro and a half myself. What no, do you think? No, solid. No, well, solid. T- today's episode, as you know, last week was mine. Rono. Oh, real quick. I want to apologize. I forget how fucking loud I am sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. And you do I, get a little loud sometimes. Yeah, and I, I needed to pee at the end of that episode, mm. and you like were doing the intro slow, and I screamed stop. <laughs> and I just like when we had that recording of um, uh, Annalise um, Mitchell, yeah, Annalise Mitchell's uh, exorcism. They, that fucking scared, scared me, you. dude. I was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So I, I, I'm gonna try to be a little more conscious when I yell. It's just when I have drinks in me. I mean, and Trevor knows seeing me at the bars, man. I'm fucking loud when I'm when I'm drawing uh, bars or at our little friends' little parties or whatever. I'm I'm always the loudest one. And I forget that. Um, so I want to apologize for that real quick. Cause so uh, real quick, I, I'm I'm prolonging this fucking story again. Um, I'm fucking. I, I I realized that I don't listen to my episodes day one, and I thought it was because I forgot. Or I forget, but honestly, I, I mean, it kind of works out because I listen to my episode the night before I come over and then I finish it on my way over. So it's like everything's kind of fresh in my head, what we talked about last week. So I was like, uh, ah, I guess I that kind of yeah. that kind of works out. Um, so I think I'm, I might continue to do that. I yeah. just won't, won't listen to my episode <laughs> until right before um, so I could talk shit about myself and, <laughs> and see. Oh, and another thing, I fucking love the filler word so. 
Yeah, you do, dude. I was gonna text you because, like, when I edit a lot, I cut, I cut some of them out, so it's I not appreciate near, it. nearly well, as much. Well, you, you missed five in a row. Five, like, it's every bullet point that I start off with. I'm like, so I know, all and then of I your finish, finish, words. finish, finish, finish. I'm like, so, and, finish, finish. and, I, and I'm, I'm sitting there, you know. Uh, I think I was finishing my notes for today, um, and. Uh, lost it. I lost it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I was I was getting a good buzz going on. I had I had some Jameson last night, and um, I I heard it five times in a row, and I was like, Am I going to say it again? And it fucking said it again. I was like, God damn it! I was like, God fucking damn it! I sound like a dumbass, dude. So so so. I think we both have. So yeah, I think we do. Right. But that that one's like mine right now. I want to say when I first started the podcast, I had something else. However. Was it however? Yeah. However, so it changes. Now it's so. I don't know what's going to be. It was however, and then we both went a lot. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we stopped doing that. So that's, that's fucking annoying. Um, but yeah, anyway, I just wanted to, to get that off my chest. So this week is going to be Trevor's story. What would you bring for me today? All right, so we got a pretty, pretty crazy one here today. So uh, today we're going to break down one of the most bizarre cases in recent history when you actually considered who it was that was committing the crime and um i've wanted to talk about this case for a long time pretty much ever since we we started the podcast because as much as it pains me to say it now i actually grew up a pretty big fan of this person Mm um obviously up until the point that he did what he did Mm -hmm. but uh without further ado this is the story of former nfl superstar and convicted murderer Aaron Hernandez. Mm, Goddamn. Aaron Hernandez had a five-year Patriots contract extension worth nearly $40 million, but that came to an end when he was arrested and charged with first-degree murder and five weapons charges. Prosecutors say he orchestrated the killing of 27-year-old Odin Lloyd, whose body was found last week less than a mile from the former NFL player's home. Odin Lloyd was a Boston-area semi-pro football player. Both men's girlfriends were sisters. The prosecutor said Hernandez drove Lloyd to a remote spot on June 17th, planned and carried out a cold-blooded execution, shooting Lloyd five times with bullets fired from a semi-automatic 45 caliber handgun. Um, and, and now, I, I, I want to make this clear. I don't want to, to glorify Aaron or his, his career by any means, but... I think that it's really important to establish who he was and what his life was like in order for you guys to 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 fully understand how crazy this entire mm-hmm. situation really was. Yeah. So um, before we get in, into all that um, and talk about, you know, the crime that Aaron committed, I really want to break down the fact that he was a millionaire mm-hmm. NFL superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was recently engaged and then had just recently uh, welcomed a daughter into oh, the world. Okay. So you you know me like I I don't I don't really follow football too much, but I do remember when the story broke and I was unfortunately I didn't really know who he was, uh-huh. but I was like oh shit like that's that's it's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. dude yeah <laughs> it's insane. Um, but to kind of get things started here, so um, Aaron Hernandez was born on November sixth. 1989 in Bristol, Connecticut. Um, His mother, Terry, worked as a secretary at an elementary school, and his father, Dennis, worked as a custodian for the school district. And his dad was actually a very successful 
uh, college football player okay. as well. He played for. Uh, I thought you were going to say custodian. <laughs> he played at yeah. he played at UConn. Uh, he oh. had a, a pretty good collegiate career. So you can already tell where Aaron got his his genes from. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had a very very close relationship with his older brother DJ, who was three years older than than him. And uh, his brother DJ also was a very successful football player, and he played at UConn as well, just like his father, right where he was a quarterback. Um, now, at a very young age, Aaron quickly stood out for his uh, physical superiority over you know other people, other that, kids, yeah, other, yeah, other kids that were his age. Um, and it was also said that he hated to be alone and that he thrived off of the praise of others. Mm. Um, also, he wasn't just good at football. He was also very good at, at track. He ran track. He was oh. good at that. Uh, and he also played basketball. And when he was playing basketball for Bristol, Connecticut, uh, or excuse me, Bristol Central High School, um, he ended up uh, getting first team all state honors after leading his team to a 2006 Central Connecticut Conference Southern Division Championship. Ooh. And then on the flip side of that, on the football field, um, he started off playing wide receiver until he became a tight end when he started to get a little bit bigger. Uh, and then he was actually a very versatile player. He actually played some defensive as well. He played defensive end, or he actually won defensive player of the year honors. Uh, and unfortunately, in his senior year, Aaron's father, Dennis, ended up passing away after a routine hernia surgery. And he had a very uh, close relationship with his father, so this definitely took a uh, big toll on him, um, especially because he was so young when it happened. And uh, many people to this day are on the record saying that the loss of his father was the catalyst for what ultimately sent him down his dark and dangerous mm-hmm. path. Um, and it was also around this time that Aaron started to build a um, gang affiliation. So he was hanging out with a lot of like people involved in gangs mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, and he also, around this time, started to do some different drugs as well. Mm. Uh, and the big thing here is that when all this was going on, Aaron also bottled up most of his emotions after his dad passed away. So he would, like, keep those in up until the point of them just exploding, yeah. um, which obviously didn't help. Right. Um, his home life at this time was also pretty miserable, and he struggled really badly with having to be away from his older brother, DJ who was off in college playing football at the time. Um, And soon after his father Dennis's death, Aaron's mom, Terry, moved in her new boyfriend, whose name was Jeremy Cummins, who was actually a a drug dealer and would frequently abuse his mom. Mm. Um, So uh, that was obviously very difficult for Uh him to see going on when he he was in high school. Um, But thankfully, he wasn't around that too terribly long uh, because Aaron ended up leaving home in 2007 and taking early graduation to enroll at the University of Florida to play football on scholarship. Mm. And get this, so something that I want you, so me and Cyrus Cyrus are both uh, 26 Mm -hmm. and uh, around this, this, all this stuff that we're talking about, Aaron was around the same age. Obviously at this point, he's probably, I think, 17 18 years old but grasp this being being that age he walked into college 
and he was six foot two inches, two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah. So he he yeah, like, quickly man, became a star tight end. This is a man. This is a grown ass man. Grown ass man. I can't even drink. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then while he was you know playing football at Florida, he was an honorable mention. All-American for the 2018 team that actually went on to win the national championship. Uh, and he was also named a consensus All-American the following year as well. So, very good at football. Correct. Um, also, I'd say so. Yeah, well, yeah. of course. <laughs> also, his 111 catches across three collegiate seasons set the school record for tight ends. So he was breaking, yeah. breaking records. Um, but like... This story goes, and as you'll see, it wasn't all good. Mm -hmm. So his reputation at this time wasn't the best. So just for example, he got into a bar fight in 2007 where he punched the owner in the face oh. and ruptured his eardrum. Oh, shit. Uh, and he also failed numerous drug tests, and the coaches were also co very concerned about the company that Aaron was keeping Correct. when he left Florida to go back home to Connecticut. Okay. Um, and then when he uh, got a little bit older and he was getting ready for uh, the NFL draft, he took a pre-draft psychological report, mm -hmm. or, or the, the, the different teams did a pre-draft psychological report on him, uh, and he actually scored a 1 out of 10 under social maturity. And it's also noted that he Whoa. enjoyed living on the edge of acceptable behavior. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so okay. they were able to identify that there was obviously, you know, some issues there. Um, and, and that ultimately, you know, hurt his draft value. Mm -hmm. He he fell back in the draft because of all the off-field issues he was having oh. on top of these different, like, psychological reports that yeah, were coming yeah, yeah. out and things like that. Um, and those, were, uh, again, were just some of the reasons that many NFL teams were sort of hesitant to sign Aaron in the 2010 NFL draft in uh, he would go on to uh, fall to the fourth round, 113th pick overall, where he would be selected by the New England Patriots. Um, he would also, at that time, be the youngest player in the NFL when the 2010 season started. Um, but Aaron would immediately, once he got on the field, prove that he was, in fact, first-round material. Um, and he went on to set a team rookie record for tight ends with 45 catches. And the following year, he would team up with none other than NFL legend Rob Gar Gronkowski to spearhead an unstoppable New England offense, which made it all the way to Super Bowl 46. Mm. So, yeah, he... He was living the dream. Yeah, you know, sure. he was very good at what he did, and at a very young age, and it was only up from there. He, mm -hmm. Like he had the whole whole world in the palm of his hands. Um, so, yeah, crazy. Um, this would ultimately lead Aaron to sign a massive contract before his rookie contract expired, giving him. $40 million oh, over the course of five years. No fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude. How old is he right now? Uh, he was, I think at this point, he was 25, 26, okay. around okay. that age. Um, so us. Yes. <laughs> us. Um, so speaking of, what would you do? For you? So tomorrow you sign a $40 million contract. What's the first thing you're doing? Am I playing football? The Sam playing football. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm 
paying somebody to tear my ACL. <laughs> And I'm spending the rest of the time on the bench and just fucking. And once my contract collecting done, your check, yeah, once my check is collected, I'm like, all right, well, my my career is over. Oh, oh darn it! Done. <laughs> Shoot, God, God dang it! Gotta go to Greece. <laughs> gotta gotta move to the Bahamas now. Well, and and, and dwell in my sorrows, I guess. Uh, I'll tell you what Aaron decided to do. So mm. Aaron decided to buy a $1.3 million mansion. Mm. And there he would... See, I don't think I would do that, by the way. Like, I, I, I probably on, wouldn't either. On some real honest. shit, no. I, I actually don't. I probably wouldn't I think, either. I'd buy a regular ass I house. I think I'd make sure my people have a house. Yeah, I'd buy a regular family, ass house. And I'd buy a regular <laughs> ass house. I'd honestly probably buy a house like away from everybody. Oh, no, yeah, I'd be I'd Away be from everybody, yeah, yeah. I'd be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll buy a whole fucking county road. You set up shop on one house. I'll set up shop yeah. on another house. We got to be at least a mile apart, you know, because yeah. we need our space sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly what yeah, I'd do, Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, Aaron decided to, after he signed that contract, to sign a 1.3 or buy what the fuck yeah buy a 1.3 million dollar house and there he would hang out with some pretty <laughs> shady people mm-hmm. and they would spend their time smoking weed and doing mm-hmm. other drugs mm-hmm. and there was also rumors that Aaron had begun at this time smoking PCP oh no which as we know can fuck Correct. you up and make you yes, hallucinate yes, and yes, yes. Turn you into a superhuman, basically. Yeah, 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 that's right, Um, that's right. I forgot about that part, yeah. But, yeah, definitely definitely not something you want to mess around with. But uh, that same year, Aaron and his uh, fiancée, Shania Jenkins, had a daughter as well. Um, It was also around this time that Aaron started to suffer from severe paranoia and ended up installing security cameras all over his house, Mm. which... Spoiler would end up being one of the reasons for his downfall. Oh, no. um, but on top of that, yeah, yeah, he he also started carrying around a gun with him everywhere he went. Like he always had a gun on him because uh, he was always so paranoid about whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and um, this is ultimately where our story really begins. Oh shit! But. Um, before we do that, uh, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit to a month prior to Aaron signing that, that huge contract that we talked about. So, uh, there was security footage that was released that showed Aaron and, uh, two other guys getting into it at a bar. And after those two guys left, the footage shows Aaron and his friend, uh, follow them out. And then later that night... Both the man, uh, Daniel Abreu, and Sofiro uh, Furtado uh, were shot and killed. Um, And witnesses described that the shooter was in a silver SUV. Remember that. Uh Silver SUV. And that uh, they they ultimately confirmed that that was true based on, like, toll booth footage um, that they were able to track down. Gotcha, gotcha. But at this time, there was really no proof that Aaron was in that SUV. So Aaron was dropped as a suspect. All they could really prove was that they had an altercation and then they 
Father. just so happened to leave at the same time. They had no proof that Aaron was in the SUV. Aaron didn't own an SUV, mm-hmm. and they couldn't prove that he was in that car or that he even left and followed them out. They gotcha. just knew that they got in an argument, and, and that's that really not that. enough for them to say, oh, correct. Aaron's the guy that killed them. Correct, so correct. he was just immediately you know, dropped as the suspect. Okay. But me personally... It had to be him. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, weird coincidence. Though. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, and then there was also another weird situation that was almost sort of covered up. But Aaron had also gone to a club around this time with a friend named Alexander Bradley. Okay. And Bradley stated that Aaron had shot him in the eye. Over a lost phone. Fuck. <laughs> and obviously Aaron's legal team tried to, you know, keep keep all of this on the low. So nothing really happened there other than Alexander Bradley getting paid off to keep his mouth mm-hmm. shut. But apparently what had happened is Aaron lost his phone or Aaron gave Alexander Bradley his phone and the phone was like lost or something. And now Bradley saying that Aaron got mad over it and shot him in the face. Fuck. Yeah. So I we don't know if that, that really happened or not. You know, judging based on the person Aaron was, You're probably. Not surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like all, innocent until proven guilty, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, you There's there's really no proof that yeah. it says he actually did it. We know they had an altercation, kind of word disagreement. Of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth, yeah. Mm. Uh, did he do it? Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's fucking insane. But yeah, he first, basically... First of all, the last thing I'm going to do is argue with a six foot two, two hundred. Oh, pound ye, dude. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. That, that carries around That has anger problems? <laughs> yeah. Hell like, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I did lose your phone. F- let me go let buy me go. Hey, we'll go right now, dude. <laughs> right, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Silly me. Yeah, my bad, my bad. You want mine? You want... Dude. I just got it. Got this one right here. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep paying that's the you. phone bill. That's, that's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. Let me delete my pictures. Oh, you like my pictures? You keep, you, you keep them. They're, you keep, they're your pictures now. God damn it. Um, but yeah, so he, he basically got paid off not to, not uh-huh, to say anything, uh-huh. and that was that. Uh-huh. Um, but on June 17th, of 2013, a jogger discovered a body oh, and called police. Uh-huh. The police were able to then identify the body as semi-pro football player Odin Lloyd. Oh. Uh, and at the crime scene, police found tire tracks, footprints, security footage, and testimonials from the people that worked at a nearby industrial plant. Okay. Wow. They <laughs> left behind a whole heck of a lot. Uh, it, so like they have all the evidence Correct. that they need to Sounds like probably track down somebody. Yeah. yeah, so they didn't really do great job of covering anything up. But um, once they were able to ultimately get in inside the victim's phone, who was Odin Lloyd, um, it was clear who he was with the night before based on text messages. Oh, fuck. Uh, so based on those text messages, they were able to identify that the people who he was with the following night were Aaron Hernandez and two other men named Ernest and Carlos. And once they reviewed the phone and they had a pretty good idea of who they were with that night, they brought everybody in for questioning. 
And once those three people were brought in, obviously all they did was deny, deny, deny. Mm. They had no involvement. They didn't know what they were talking about. So in return, the police decided to get a search warrant for Aaron's house. And once they got in and took the security footage, they felt that they now had all they needed um, to pin this on Aaron. Um, They also found a bunch of text between Odin and Aaron talking about hanging out uh that night so that didn't help the case either um also something that is important to note is that odin was the husband of aaron's fiance's sister so he he was basically aaron's brother-in-law yeah yeah um but odin really like from everything that i saw like people talking about him things i've read odin really seemed like a really good guy yeah um but based on the security footage um we can see that on june 17th around uh 12 a.m both carlos carlos and Ernest enter aaron's house and then we can see all three of them leave into a rented silver uh nissan so they all got into the car and then took out took off uh shortly after uh carlos and Ernest arrived at aaron aaron's house okay um, then they left for around an hour and then they eventually came back to Aaron's house. And when they got back inside, it seemed like Aaron was very n- nervous, paranoid, and just not himself based on his body language. Okay. So, like I said, we can see him pacing throughout the house nonstop. <laughs> with a gun in his hand yeah yeah yeah. so he's just walking around the house with a gun in his hands Mm. like pacing like back and forth like yeah sharp turns like all over the place um obviously looked like he was trying to like calm himself down and uh, get back to the way he should be and then at 109 a.m um they all are seen getting back in the car and once again they they take off from the house um, and it was also around this time when Odin started getting text messages from Aaron asking him if he wanted to hang out. Um, and th- this part, this part's like kind of weird to me because like at this point it's, it's one Oh nine in the morning Okay. on a Sunday night or yeah. in, in like Sunday nights mean differently to, to us than it does to people who have 40 minutes. Well, I mean contracts. the, the three people that were with them are just normal ass dudes. Oh, you know? Yeah. And it's like one one oh nine in the morning on a Sunday, and somebody's asking you. To hang I mean, out. Like, bro, I got work in the morning. Uh, I mean, I got, I got work in four hours. If my if my boy has a forty million dollar contract, <laughs> I guess so. I, yeah. I'd, I'd hope that he's paying for my night and like I can call in next. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, there was something that's important, and I actually showed you this video of when they stopped at the gas station. That yes. was around this time as well. Okay. Um, I so see that. something that's important to note about that, it was almost as if Aaron went into the gas station to buy something so that he would show up on the security camera so they would have a, an alibi or could tell where he was at that specific yeah. time. But one thing that I want to point out for you to remember is that when he was in there he had to buy something obviously yep uh so he bought a blue pack of bubble gum yes i yeah i saw the video okay he went he beelined it for the fucking uh 
for the for the gum in yeah. the very very front. Just yeah. bought some real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to remember that yeah. blue bubble gum is, uh, what he, is what he bought. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so eventually, Odin agreed to hang out with them, and then around two thirty a.m., Aaron, Carlos, and Ernest arrived to Odin's house to pick him up. Uh-huh. Uh, and they told Odin that they were they were going to Aaron's place. However, after a while sitting in the car, uh, Odin realized that that wasn't the case because he knew how to get to Aaron's house. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this isn't the way to your house. Fuck, okay. Uh, so at 3 a.m., uh, Odin texts his sister saying, do you know who I'm with? And then at 319, he says, NFL, followed by just so you know. At two twenty or at uh, three twenty three. NFL, just so you know. Yeah, didn't say a name. He just said NFL, and then another text, just so you know. Um, and why would you do it like that? I don't know. Uh, it's a little bit weird, but I, I, how many NFL players do you know? So well, none, but you know. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, he could have been a little bit more more upfront about that, but. Um, that's basically what happened at that point. And then, uh, shortly after at around 3.31 AM, there was, uh, the industrial, uh, park security footage, which caught small headlights by where Odin's body was actually found. And then the overnight employees at that industrial plant also said that they heard three to four, uh, they said pops, but gunshots mm-hmm. uh, around that same time. And then at 3.35 a.m., three minutes later, uh, you can then see the, the same headlights, you know, taking off away from the crime gotcha. scene. Um, and what's important to note is that this industrial plant was only one mile away from Aaron's house. So the drive was only a, a couple of minutes, and this actually lined up with the home security footage that had Aaron getting home at 3.29 a.m. So that drive, like, from when that person it's, it's was... It's a mile, yeah. yeah. You, it, you look the at time minutes, matches up yeah. perfectly from if he was at that place to when he got home mm. on the security footage. That's definitely where correct, he was correct. most likely at. Um, but what was really odd was the fact that when Aaron got home on the security footage, uh, Carlos and Ernest were, were no longer with Aaron. And uh, on the footage, uh, Aaron just walks into the house, of course, with a gun in his hand. Like, he gets out of the car, pulls it out, and just walks to his front door with the gun, like, out. Great. And uh, like I said earlier, um, they discovered the... When they discovered the body, they also found a a couple of different clues. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of those clues were tire marks. And those tire marks were an exact match to the rental car that Aaron had used. So when they found this out, they went to the rental place and they said uh, the rental people told them that when they were cleaning out the car, they found chewed up blue bubble gum and bullet casings. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't think it was a good idea to clean the car before you returned it. Right? Yeah, that seems like it would have been obvious. Imagine right? being an enterprise employee and you're cleaning out the car from the night before. Fucking blue chewing gum and bullets. And bullet cases. And I saw a picture of it. There's a picture of it. And it's like the gum is stuck to the fucking bullet casing. What? Yeah. 
I don't understand. Like, you just fucking stuck your gun to a bullet casing and then just... That makes yeah. no sense. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> uh, No, not come on. First of all, don't kill anybody. No, but, for sure. But... At least have some common sense. <laughs> a little bit. And... That's actually not all that they found. They also found uh, footprints at the scene that matched the exact size and style of the shoe that Aaron was wearing in the security footage. Um, And then on June 26th, nine days after Odin's murder, Aaron was arrested. And upon further investigations, police found a text between Aaron and his fiance where he told her that she needed to throw out some sort of box. Um, and then on on the actual day that that murder took place, that's when those texts were actually sent, uh, we can actually see Aaron's fiance on security footage walking out of the back of the house to throw some sort of box that's in a trash can or a trash bag away. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, re- we, we don't know what it was oh, still really? to this day. Like, oh, we have no, no clue what that text message was about or what she threw out. Like, even in court, they asked her, you know, like, you, Aaron texted you to throw away a box. Did you ever do that? And she said, yeah, oh, yeah. And I was like, what was in the box? And she's like, oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. And yeah, so, like, to this day, we have no clue what Aaron was talking about or what was in that box that was thrown away. Mm-hmm. That's still a complete mystery. Um, also, uh, the casings that were found in the car... Um, actually matched the gunshot yeah. wounds that were found oh, on, okay. on Odin's body, and he was actually shot six times. Fucking hell. Um, and at this point, there was obviously just so much evidence stacked up against Aaron that he had no choice but obviously to go to court and try to defend himself. Mm-hmm. And mind you, <laughs> Aaron was in the middle of an NFL season with the Patriots on the verge of going to the Super Bowl. Yet again. Um, and then also once the trial started, Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, actually spoke at the trial stating that Aaron had recently spoken to him about the murder in detail. Meaning that he went to Robert Claft to say, oh, my brother-in-law was, like, killed. Uh, this is what happened. Blah, 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 gotcha. blah, 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 blah. Before it even came out in the media. So he was saying, yeah, Aaron, like, described this case in detail to me. But, like, it hasn't even been released to the media. But Aaron's defense was the fact that um, Odin, obviously, was his brother-in-law. Therefore... His his would. wife was telling his fiance what was going yes. on. So Aaron had information yeah, that wasn't yeah, yeah. available. To, which I mean, yeah, yeah, I get yeah, it. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, he knew that for other reasons, yeah. but the defense is That's is solid when yeah. you're still innocent. Yeah. But on, on top of that, at this point, I mean, they had all all the evidence in the world to, you know, pin this on Aaron at this point, but. One thing that they did lack, however, was was the actual motive for the crime. They had everything that they needed on Aaron, but they just didn't have a motive and a reason why he would want to kill Odin. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that they were able to prove is if we go back and look at some security footage that was taken two nights before at a nearby club, we can find none other than Aaron, Carlos, and Ernest having an altercation with Odin. And it's actually speculated 
that Aaron had given some weed or sold some weed to Odin, okay. expecting him to pay him back for it. And Odin had never done that. So Aaron was then confronting them to get his money. And it seemed like he didn't want to pay or he was unable to pay. So the speculated cause for the murder is that Aaron was like, all right, you're not going to pay me. I'm going to kill you. And that that's what the speculation around. Dude, you have $40 million it's, and you're, yes. you're upset for what? Uh, probably 20 bucks worth of weed? 100%. Uh, even, yeah. even if it's $200 worth of weed and you have $40 million, like, come on. Just take it. Come on. It's just, just fucking, it, yeah. It's like <laughs> fucking a little party gift. You know, something. <laughs> dude, just be like, yeah, you're good, man. Don't worry about it. $200, it's fine. I could, I could buy $6,500. Yeah, dude. It's like I could, I could start my own fucking production company of, of weed distribution <laughs> Buy a whole farm, dude. Yeah, That's it's like you're good. He's fucking... Come on, dude. But uh, never mind. I don't know. Fucked up, dude. Go ahead. But uh, also, I, I mean, when all this was going on, this case really just seemed way too similar to one that we talked about earlier, where the the two guys at the bar got killed by someone who was in the SUV, mm-hmm. um, which Aaron, like I mentioned, got cleared on. Yes. That's, they decided to actually dig into that deeper when this case was going Mm. on and come to find out that in the trial the patriots organization actually said that they leased aaron a silver suv oh fuck and it was the exact same car from the footage no and long story short they found that suv at air a family friend of aaron's house like hidden away in the garage Mm -hmm. So my whole thing is this like a double jeopardy kind of situation where they they already tried him and 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 they determined he was not guilty and they cannot bring that back up. Is that yeah, kind of... essentially there was a, enough conclusive evidence mm. that it was him. So this is I few, mean this is a few years later too, right? Isn't this it? was this was like, dude, I want to say this was a few months before. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um, but like ultimately he got away from it. But I believe the family friend, uh, I think she got arrested, um, for not speaking up about it, oh, like okay. hiding evidence or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aaron, Aaron didn't get charged with mm. with any of that. But beyond that, there's kind of a, there's a whole lot of back and forth um, during court, um, which I won't get into just for the sake of time. But uh, eventually, Carlos and Ernest were sentenced to life in prison for being accomplices to the murder of Odin Lloyd. Uh But in 2016, they were retried and received only seven years as accessories to murder. And as for Aaron, um, there was just too much evidence against him. So uh, even his, his defense lawyer was having a tough time, you know, defending him. Um, but his, his lawyer did say that, uh, he doesn't think that Aaron committed the crime, but he does think that he could have potentially, uh, helped cover it up. Mm. But my whole question is cover what up, bro? Yeah, right. You know how much evidence you left on? You did a fucking horrible job at it, bro. Yeah, you didn't cover anything You should be arrested for that alone, (laughs) Or being a bad cover up. (laughs) I, I heard that and he was like, yeah, but I think he tried, he helped cover it up. And I was just like, bro, the fucking nothing covered yeah, up, dude. Nah, he pulled to the side of the road and he shot this man and then took off. Yeah, you know that's yeah. exactly. It and wasn't then, and then brought anything. the car back to Enterprise and was like, hey, <laughs> I filled it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I brought it back with the right enough gas. 
Uh, but regardless of all that, Aaron was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Sorry. And, yeah, you're good. Uh, the uh, big thing about this case is that uh, still to this day, we have no murder weapon. No murder weapon what? has ever been found. I think it was in the box. Oh, yeah. I think it, it was, in, it that was box. in the box. Yeah. Yeah, but to, still to this day, they've found they no, no murder, murder weapon. weapon. And I think it was in that box yep. that he had his fiance throw away 100% fucking mm-hmm. percent. You can't track that down? No. Yeah. No. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yep. And I, I think there's no other fucking possible place. And even no. I'm surprised that he got rid of the well, murder once, weapon. Once that trash truck comes around and picks that shit up. No, it's gone forever. That's gone forever, no, man. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. And they, they take it to a dump with. Million, million, not, yeah, yeah, not millions. Some of it gets incinerated. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. Once, once, I'm, I'm actually surprised that he got rid of the murder weapon. To be honest, yeah, like, right. With everything else, it was he, like he probably, behind. he probably knew well ahead. Like, I need to get rid of this and that. And, no, hundred yeah, percent. So. But uh, to end everything off, in 2017, Aaron was found dead in his jail cell, mm-hmm. uh, where he actually ended up hanging himself. And leaving a note for his wife and daughter. Mm. Um, also, I, I, I do want to mention that after Aaron passed away, uh, they did end up giving him a, a psychiatric evaluation uh, where he received a brain scan. And it turns out that he had so much brain damage uh, mm. that had built up over the years from, from playing football since he was eight years old. And he likely suffered from CTE. Okay. Um, so not an excuse, but if you know anything about CTE and stuff like that, you know that once that happens to somebody, they're no longer the person that they used to be. Mm. Um, not saying it's an excuse or or anything like that. He s- still did what he did and a horrible person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he had mental illness. Fuck. Yeah. So what do, what do you what do you what do you think you think he did it you think he didn't uh, yeah do it? I think he did it hundred percent yeah right. I think he did there's it. no way he did it there's no way I mean you showed me the footage of of him and and yeah he was paranoid and and yeah and you know I I I definitely do believe a lot of it has to do with the mental illness but it, it at the end of the day he did it yeah and uh, it sucks dude just to be you know for for Odin no for know. sure um. To 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 be deceived into hanging out with with these three dude, people I was gonna I had, say that no, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine like me and you, I asked I, you to I, hang I think, out one day? I think I'm too much of a paranoid person to let that happen to myself because yeah, I'm, sure. I'm I'm actually a very paranoid mm-hmm. person. I'm not walking around with a gun in my house, but I do have a gun in my <laughs> house. You know, I, but I'm a very paranoid person. So like it it just baffles me, you know, and not baffles me, but it just really sucks that that he was like no. agreed to hang dude, out, dude. Like after, that after having that has to be like one of the worst ways to die. So can like you imagine? Imagine that one day I say, yo, let's, let's go hang out. Mm-hmm. And then I just fucking pull a gun on you. That's yeah. the last thing that you ever fucking yeah, do. Like somebody stuff. you trust then that you're yeah. friends with was the one that mm-hmm. like. So and, and what's what, the thing about me is like if if we were to have an altercation the similar to their altercation, I would not trust you the next day. But that's because that's how paranoid <laughs> yeah, I am. No, so I wouldn't sure. be I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, let's go hang out. You know, so yeah, like I like that's how that's how paranoid I am. Yeah. But I, not not everyone is like that. Yeah. And it sucks because, like, you know, you, you just and had no, he, he obviously knew something was up. 
and, and based on the text, yeah. but and still got in the car, you know. What I'm yeah. saying? So, but no, and and I'm not gonna put this back on the victim because it's not his fault at the end mm. of the day. Um, but but it is bizarre. Just like I mean, it sucks. Yeah, it was just a series of, of unfortunate events, and Aaron Hernandez was probably a dangerous person and suffering from mental illness, and yeah, it was just a case of you know wrong place, wrong time. Or just, or just you, you knew the wrong person. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It fucking sucks. And so, yeah, you know, I, I definitely do believe that. Yeah, he, he killed his, he killed him. Yeah, and no, I think 100%. he killed, and think he killed the other two people too. So, but yeah, the yeah, uh, dude, mm-hmm. and it's to. crazy. The Patriots covered up. The, like, why, why was the, the 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 least SUV not brought up in the first trial? You know, like what, yeah. what, what, well, what, I mean, what, what were the Patriots trying to make to the fuck Super Bowl that fucking bad or what? No, nah, yeah. Patriots are a shady team, dude. They cover up a lot. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Didn't they do the fucking deflated ball? That was them too. Yeah. Mm. That's a shady team, dude. <laughs> Weird that they have the name the Patriots and they gotta be, you know. So it's like, hmm. Yeah, they're they're definitely a shady team, and, and and even a lot of the times in sports like that, the, these players make the teams and the organizations millions of dollars, yeah, so they're yeah, gonna yeah. do everything that they can to, to protect, protect that asset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fucked. I and I honestly think if they 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 should have investigated the team a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Because I think if they were covering up evidence and hiding certain things, they should be held just as unaccountable mm-hmm. as. Carlos and Ernest were yeah they weren't there but they enabled that to happen yeah they were they, they were trying to yeah they, they were trying to cover it up and yeah. and yeah man that's a tough story man that's a recent story and I do remember it like I said uh, you know I I don't follow sports very much mm-hmm. so I I didn't know who Aaron Hernandez was mm-hmm. I just knew he was an NFL player that that killed somebody yeah that's all that was all I knew so th- this this story shed a lot of light yeah and I also think yeah I think that it was a mixture of um. I really think it was a mixture of his mental Ill- or his mental state mm-hmm. deteriorating, and I also think he was just a product of the environment and company that he was yeah. Um, I think he was hanging out with a lot of people that he probably shouldn't have been hanging out with. Yeah, he even yeah. look when he was in college, he, that that two thousand eight national championship team that he's a part of, it's the weirdest fucking roster yeah, ever fucking assembled. Right. You have like fucking Urban Meyer who has some weird shit going on recently okay. uh, you have like the pouncy twins who have always been in and out of trouble you have fucking riley cooper who's a fucking racist oh shit uh, you have um who else was on that this scene? is this is florida right yeah, the, yeah. I, I think it was janoris jenkins i think that somebody found a dead body in his house uh relatively recently and uh, Cam Newton was also on that team. He's gotten in trouble in the past. He's just around a lot of not so great people. People, yeah. Not saying like Cam Newton's not a good person. Yeah. But, you know, well, yeah, at we, that time, he's doing things he should have Stupid been. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so he, he and especially at such belt. a young age, being around people that are, that yeah. are like that, you're obviously going to build some pretty bad habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, regardless, I mean, to force the story, man. Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Damn. Wow. God damn. That's so fucking heavy, man. And I and I now I gotta transition into our outro. But <laughs> we appreciate everybody tuning into this episode. I know it's a little heavier than most. I actually was not expect, expecting it to be as heavy. And now I'm just sitting here, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm 
episodes. I want to drink, drink the rest of this margarita and forget about this story. Um, so, well, you know, once again, we appreciate everybody listening to this story. Um, you know, we 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 talk about some real shit. We talk about some some bizarre shit, especially in my stories, and we try to make the best out of it because because at the end of the day, we do like to to laugh. You know, um, but. It, you know, stuff like this is, is a little harder to do so mm-hmm. but you know we're here to uh, also inform so you know i appreciate you bringing the story it was great um you know if you want to give us a follow on our instagram that is the d tub yeah blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> it is the d no the d t w d why do you have such a hard time i don't know it's the d w t d podcast yes <laughs> I don't know why. I don't either. <laughs> it's been it's been twenty four episodes. Yeah, it's, it's the DTs. I don't forget the D- T comes first. The T the D comes first. W the and I think what fucks me up is the the V because oh, technically yeah. it would be uh, T D T W D. You know W D forty podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the D T W D. No. Um, the the I'm gonna get a big ass sticky note. You honestly should. <laughs> At my job, if I forget like the hours of operation, I have a sticky note. <laughs> Because on Fridays we close at five, so I ha- on Fridays I have to leave a different voicemail. So uh, okay, you don't. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the DWTD Podcast and uh, show us some love. We we post on our story sometimes. We uh, um, uh, post the beers we're drinking. Um, that's really it. Leave a comment. Um, you know, if you have any suggestions for stories you want to hear us tackle, mm-hmm. fucking just comment on our most recent pick. Yep. Or uh, or message us. Sometimes we answer there. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes I forget about messages. Sometimes, sometimes. Like, yeah. Sometimes I'll open it up and there'll be like two or three in there, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I just never check. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, you know, uh, next week is gonna be my story. I do have a doozy ready for y'all, so y'all tune into that nice. one. Um, but that is gonna be it. So once again, um, have a good fucking week.